0: You are listening to the Improv Save My Life podcast, brought to you on Bits, the Boston Improv Talk Station. Hey guys, this is Zach, Bill, and Ryan from Deep Pod Cuts.
1: That's right, uh, we bring you the deepest, coolest, new, and existing podcasts that are going on right now. So if you're looking for an interesting way to get your feet wet in the world of podcasting but don't want to trudge through endless hours of
2: boring blah 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 listen to deep podcasts where all the
1: podcasts are interesting and may or may not be made up
0: all right welcome to episode 33 of the improv save my life podcast i'm your host tom boyer i am joined this week by co-host eric monica what's up eric hey
1: what's going on
0: man? not much eric is a member of awkward compliment also what up doe and uh just a recent addition to the NXT cast here mm-hmm. at improv song. Congratulations. Thanks, man. Thanks a lot. Uh, that's debuting next week? Uh, yep, July 6th. July 6th. Yep. Nice. Yeah, I, be good. Had like a, uh, I didn't know anybody really when I got into improv, uh, but I knew Eric's brother. So he's like the closest thing to a connection I yeah. had. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's kind of weird. Uh, through Outside of improv, uh, I have a mutual friend with Eric's brother. Yeah, throw, right? Uh, yeah. It? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's, big, uh, he's getting married on the fourth. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. And this week's guest is Katie Shannon. Hey Katie. Hey,
2: how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you. For being here. Uh Katie is the owner and founder of Thompson Films. Uh she is the writer and director of K A and just produced a documentary called 113 Days. Correct. Um so before we get into your projects. Uh, can you just take us? Uh, so this is not going to be really an improv based episode because I'm terrible at improv. <laughs> <laughs> Me, too. No, you're not. Shut up. I've I'm seen your improv, <laughs> but I Sorry, think I, just to bet. I think this will be an interesting episode for um, everybody that's into improv. Um, I think there's a lot of crossover with um, filmmaking, web series, and also um, Katie's uh series KA features a bunch of improv people, including Eric, mm-hmm. so, um, but if we could just start by kind of getting where you're from, Katie, and kind of what triggered your interest in filmmaking.
2: Sure. I'm from a town called Agawam, Massachusetts, out in Western Mass. You guys ever heard of it? Home Ooh, of yeah. uh,
0: Six Flags?
2: Yep. <laughs> you know it.
1: <laughs> I forgot there was a Western Mass.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty west. Um, I took my first film class in undergrad at Stonehill College, and but it was just more of like a theory class. They didn't have production there, so I ended up interning at a TV station after I graduated college, a non-documentary, and then I eventually decided to go to grad school at Emerson. So I got into Emerson and did their master's program there and then um, finished out in L.A., stayed in L.A. for a couple of years, didn't particularly like L.A., came back to Boston and did my documentary was the first thing I did when I came back. So it's kind of a long, a little bit of a long road to get.
0: Nice. Yeah. But um, like as a kid, were you always just into movies or film production or I'd
2: say like if I think back on it now like all the whole movies I used to like I film or if it was if it was an option in class if you could write a paper or do a project I would always film a project so I guess it definitely started early on
0: who would you say your influence is uh
2: my influence um you know I should probably feel like I should have, like, a woman director, but I'm, like, trying, like struggling, <laughs> <laughs> struggling to think. There's not that many, I guess, well-known women Michael
0: directors.
2: Bay. <laughs> I can't say that I think I've ever seen a movie he's done. I just
0: watched, last night, because I'm intending to see Transformers 4, even though, I don't know why, I, I'm on vacation <laughs> uh, this weekend, next week, so I'm just looking for stuff to do. Uh, so I watched Transformers 3 last night. Terrible, terrible movie. I feel like that's his market now. Is people are just like, well, I got three days off, <laughs> right. so got to see something. And it
2: makes so much money. Yeah. It's like it's absurd. It's nuts. And I'm like, How you, I'm like, do you even actually direct it? I feel like he probably just like shows up on set yeah. and then it was just. Even nothing. there was
1: a thing I saw where he was like recycling scenes from like Bad Boys and throwing it in Transformers. I noticed or this
0: like last that. night when I was watching because I've never seen Transformers three. I don't think uh, I've seen any of them. Um... But there's a scene from Con Air, uh, which he directed, which was a pretty good scene with uh, Steve Buscemi. They're all convicts that, like, uh, get off this plane eventually, and they they invade this little town. And he sees Steve Buscemi is, like, this creepy uh, criminal. And he sees a little girl on, like, a swing, and he goes up to her, and he's, like, asked if her parents are home, and he just cuts away. Uh, but then there was the same exact scene with like an evil robot in Transformers Three. It was <laughs> like sh- it was like shot by shot remake. And I'm like, really? Is this intentional? Like a nod to Con Air? Because that's even weird in, it, in oh, itself. Oh yeah, that was the weirdest. I had
1: no idea he directed that. To be honest, he yeah. might be my favorite director now. Just went from joking about him to—he
2: must yeah. have so much money off of Transformers. Yeah. I've never actually seen any of those either. Now he
0: has Ninja Turtles coming out too. It's oh, gonna he's be, doing Ninja Turtles. Yeah, it's gonna be another huge hit. Yeah. Despite him, <laughs> it's just nostalgia. People don't care that it's they're not going because it's a Michael Bay movie, they're yeah. going because they love Transformers. I feel
1: like the like the uh, yeah, I guess nerds. I was gonna say, like, so I was gonna try to put it some nicer way, but yeah, I guess like nerds that would see it every single one of So, like, Transformers, Ninja Turtles, all that they go to see it with the expectation of hating it, yeah. Maybe they love it, but all they do is talk about everything that's wrong with it anyway. So, it's like no matter what.
0: Yeah, he's going to make
1: money off of people that are going to talk shit about him right afterwards. They go in
0: with the expectation of being able to blog about it and complain yeah. about it to all their friends. And even if, yeah, like you said, if they like it, they're still going to complain yeah. about every it's everything he changed. But <laughs> let's get off Michael Bay. <laughs> so Michael Bay is my influence, basically. Michael Bay
2: cast. We're gonna do a K and A Transformers oh, series. <laughs> that
0: would be awesome. That'd be awesome. <laughs> um so you're you're based in Boston now you plan to st- st- stutter uh stay in Boston?
2: Yeah, for now, definitely. I the scene is I I really like the film scene here. It's smaller obviously, but you know, you know basically everyone and people are just really I find easy to work with more so than I did in LA. More genuine, for sure.
0: I've never been out really of Boston other than like on small trips. Um but like the Boston Improv scene, I, I, I like it a lot. It's very conducive to uh, new people, and just everybody's friendly. It's tight knit community. Mm-hmm. I'd imagine film scenes uh, similar.
2: Yeah, I mean, most of the crew that was worked on K and I've worked with. This might be like the sixth project or so. So we usually try to we know each other really well and try to and try to work on each other's projects. This is nice.
0: So uh, chronologically. Um, what was your first project that you worked on? Um,
2: after, my, after grad school, I think uh, the first bigger project I did was a web series called 617, which that's how I actually met Audrey. She was one of the leads in that. It was a comedy with three uh, female leads and three male leads. In that. So we did two seasons of that. And then when I was writing Caney, I knew I wanted to cast Audrey as one of the leads. Nice. So.
0: Um, and the documentary you worked on, you want to talk us about, about that a little bit?
2: Yeah, it, I shot it at Stonehill, which is where I went to undergrad, and I played lacrosse there. Um, and we won a national championship when I was a player there, and a former team of mine is the head coach. So I had this idea of trying to follow a team for a season, and I thought being an alumni, it would probably be the easiest place to start to try to, to have the school sign off on it. So they eventually did. So we followed them for an entire season in 2012 supposed to be for 113 days from the day they start the national championship they made it's like 99 days <laughs> <laughs> I didn't change the title but um so she we just
0: kept falling yeah, around I know. Like 22 more days so then the rest of the days were you
2: berating
0: them for <laughs> <going>? <laughs> so you're going to a cinnabon now okay yeah.
2: so we just finished that in march and we've been sending that to film festivals so
0: Nice. How's the uh, feedback been so far?
2: Good. We had a a screening at Stonehill with all the players and um, people from school, which was cool, because sometimes you are used to just watching things yourself and not watching it in front of, with other people, so it's cool to see it.
0: Ideally, do you want to get it picked up by a
2: company? I mean, yeah. I mean, ideally, something like ESPN or locally, like Essen or Comcast Sports would be nice. Nice. So if anyone's listening... (laughs) (laughs) You know what I found,
0: um, just through doing this podcast, like I had uh, somebody pretty big in the improv world, Matt Besser, uh, on a couple weeks ago, and really all you have to do is reach out to the right people, and like, um, you don't have to know them, but just, you know, put a heartfelt note in if you submit something, you know, if you know know, anything about their work, and I, I find that more than anything will get you at least a response, maybe not the you are looking for, but even to like keep it up, you know, it's, it's, always, uh, it's always good. Um, how did uh, k and come about?
2: I actually wrote, um, I, started, I wrote like three episodes for a contest, which I didn't win, <laughs> but I decided that I still wanted to make it, so I, I wrote the other five and uh, approached Audrey about playing Carly, and she was on board from the beginning. Our other exe- um, executive producer worked. Mike Madden worked with him on Six He was on board, and then we just we started auditions. And Ashley actually was the last audition in the first round, and then um, we liked her. we and so we called her back, and she just nailed her second. She like left the room, and we're all just like. That's Alex.
0: <laughs> I guess I uh, wish we, we should go back a little um, in case anybody listening doesn't know. K and A is uh, it's a web series that uh, Katie. Uh, wrote and directed, uh, starring uh, Audrey Claire and Ashley Elmi as Carly and Alex, mm-hmm. um, and it's basically just uh, web series about two friends and the hijinks they get into. <laughs> basically, yeah, it's two best
2: friends from college, and just you put them in these situations, and a lot of, it, I mean, some of it's based on me and my best friend, and then I like you know times it by a thousand, right. you know, to make it obviously funnier, but. Yeah, I always
0: like that type uh, of stuff because it's grounded in reality, but then just expands it.
2: Yeah. So then you think like, how can I make this crazier? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, it's really well shot, uh, really well directed. Uh, I like like even like the the bumps you do um, in between scenes. Oh, the green
2: like, screen stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that would. Those are fun to do. We'll just have like they'll like. One time, we actually were, like, drinking a little bit. By the end, we're, I'm like the same <laughs> Audrey and Ashley were coming up with our hilarious.
0: <laughs> How many of those did you shoot? Did you, did you end up
2: using all of them? Or? No. Um, I think we tried to shoot, like, four or five for each episode, but we definitely have some that we haven't used. Um, but maybe we'll put them up some. Because we have a lot of outtakes, too, and stuff that we'll probably put up after we finish.
0: Do you plan on putting out a DVD or anything?
2: Um i don't know i think we might just keep the keep them online for now i haven't actually thought about a dvd
0: yeah i think dvds are kind of over now you know unless i know because anything uh, you can get online yeah unless you're gonna put out like a super edition blu-ray with, oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 directing commentary behind the scenes uh, but yeah i think just web content is great uh, yeah, like even when the series is over, like if you put out outtakes or something like that, that'd be awesome. Yeah, we definitely
2: have some outtakes and just um, some stuff we haven't been able to fit in, so we'll probably post that stuff once we're done.
0: So, aside from featuring uh, Ashley, uh, KNA features uh, Dave Grinstead, he's an Improv Asylum regular, uh, Ryan McFarlane, uh, also from Improv Asylum, Frank Kibbs is the bartender in a lot of scenes.
2: He's actually, yeah, the bartender at Franklin Southie. When he went, and I wanted to like view the place, and um, this he wait? Does he do? He does improv somewhere. Yeah, he does he it did, at IA. Okay, he's like I do improv. I'm like, oh, you want to come <laughs> in and be
0: the bartender? He's like, yeah. <laughs> he's been on. He's a uh, past guest. All these people have been past guests on the podcast. And Erica, uh, how'd you find? Have you acted before?
1: <clears throat> yeah. Um, oh man. So yeah, I um, when I finished high school, I uh, did a semester at Lesley University. Um, I was doing like business, but not like business classes, <laughs> and uh, hated it like right away. So I was just, like, I was working at the time as a tour guide up the street at the Old North Church, and uh, it's a lot of tour guides in improv. Is in it just really? like a legacy thing being passed I mean, down? To be honest, I don't know. I
0: mean, this Sam Ike is.
1: Sam Ike is. I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's funny. Um, oh, Rob Green. Rob Green. Yeah, yeah, Rob
0: Green is. I think he got Sam the job, but. Oh, all right, that makes sense. I don't know if it was just, like, I'm passing this on to you, I'm moving on to something else. No, this <laughs> is
1: completely, I mean, I honestly didn't know anybody that did improv before I started doing improv. Um, yeah, pretty much one day I was just sitting there and I was like, I don't want to do what I'm doing right now. What do I want to do? And I decided, I was like, I would love to try acting, like, I want to get into that. Uh, so I auditioned for, like, this indie um, film that they were doing. I forget how we even heard about it. It was, like, somebody I knew that was, like, helping produce it or something like that was telling me about it, and, um...
0: What was the film called? Your
1: anime. Like, A-N-O-M-I-E. And I auditioned for it, and I got, like, the lead role in it, which I thought was really funny. Um, you
2: nailed your first audition. I guess. That or I
1: was, like, the one that showed up. Uh, but I ended up doing that. It took a It took a while. It was a, It was a tough project, but... Uh, after that, that was more of a serious thing. I was just like, I really would love to get into comedy. That's always been, like, my favorite thing. And for years, like, people were telling me about Improv Asylum, and I just never really looked into it. Uh, And finally, when I, like, got into it, uh, it was weird. I was, like, really nervous, really quiet a lot, because I was, like, going in it alone, wasn't sure what I was doing. I... For some reason in my head, everybody around me has been acting
0: for years. They're super into it. And it's kind of what I figured. Too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And
1: it's weird because once you get into it, you realize it's not true at all. Right. Like some of the funniest people I've met are like teachers or like they majored in music or right. never went to college or anything like that. You know. Um, so yeah, before I got into improv, that was the one thing that was it.
0: Um, I think that's a. Something that I think scares a lot of people off from improv is they, um, I was nervous about because I'm kind of a, a shy person um, before I get to know people. Um, and when you think of people with theater backgrounds, you think of like outgoing and from that. People are going to be singing for no reason. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> it, it always freaks me
1: out. But it still does, but now I'm not like intimidated by it I'm more like what an asshole
0: (laughs) but there's not that much of it no no, I I, I suggest anybody that has any interest in comedy just take their man, it's
1: so worth it and it's it's just it's it's funny because especially with house teams uh, I've been on house teams now for about two years and I remember when I first started doing this and watching it I was blown away by like you know so much of the stuff I saw now I'm like doing shows with those people that you know I looked up to um, that's, how do you get on
2: house teams? Like, how does it work?
1: So, Improv Asylum has like a training center, and there's six levels to it. By the time you're enrolled in your third level, you can audition for house teams. It's like every six weeks they hold auditions, so you go in. You and have to re-audition, even you if you're re-audition every teams. six weeks. Yeah. Um, which used to be my least favorite thing. I hate it. Was it. So <laughs> stressful <laughs> and I've, brutal. I've tried three
0: or four times, and I don't uh, stop, yeah.
1: man. It took me—I think it was like my fourth try to get on. Um, I remember, like, Patterson, Griffin, and them. Or, actually, Griffin, I think, was on it by the time I was trying. But, like, Griffin, maybe, like, five times or something like that. Everybody gets really discouraged by it. You legit just have to keep doing it. It will, you know, it will happen. It's just, it's daunting. Yeah. But uh, once you're on, it's so funny. The more you do it, the more comfortable you get doing it. and It's my favorite thing. I love, right. it. I love it. It's a blast.
0: Yeah, like, I've found... Just doing, uh, we did the Wire show, and now mm-hmm. we do the Hennessy show, and we pick up at other shows, uh, my group, that is. Uh, and you get measurably better yes. just performing as much as you do, because you, you really need to get on stage. Like, classes are great, but you need to perform to really yeah. realize what you're doing wrong and how to correct that, you know, and what you're doing right and how to, you know, do more of that. Right.
2: And how do you get on the main stage?
1: You audition for NXT, which is like uh, which she just made. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, no, it was a long line for me. Uh, so pretty much, this is like a separate thing where they hold auditions for it every year. If you get on, you do shows throughout the whole summer. Um, close to a main stage show than a house team show. House seems like a twenty-minute set. Main stage is an hour and a half, and you do sketch like. There's so much writing involved. There's so much more involved than I thought there would be, uh, and I love it. It's great. But uh, you do that, and then when somebody decides to leave main stage, that's when they start pulling people from NXT up. So it's almost like they're training pool for main stage. So it's never a guarantee, but it's just...
0: It's the right direction to be going yeah. Now. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's good exercise, at least, at the very least. I love it.
0: Good stuff. So do you, uh, you plan to do more acting in
1: the future? Yeah. I mean, I, I love what I'm doing now. Um, it's just funny. Like, y- you don't expect – I can't speak for everybody. My expectation for, like, entering, like, improv sound and stuff like that, I've always just been a huge fan of, like, sketch comedy and, like, just, like, kids in the hall, stuff like that. Um, but – With, like, some of the people I hooked up with. So, like, you have, like, Christian Roberts, Corey O'Rourke, Bill Conley, you know, Alex Kagey, Robbins. like, we all did What Up Do. Right. And with that, that is, like, that's my favorite thing because none of us, like, take it too seriously. We'll screw with each other more than anything. And I feel like our shows are always so few and far between, like... (laughs) We'll go months without seeing each other, and then Christian will call us from New York and be like, oh, we have a show down here, like, blah, blah, blah. I
0: Christian's doing... I don't really know Christian, but uh, I was a fan of his when he was on house teams. Um, He's doing a Raising in the Sun out there, or... Uh, No, I think he's
1: doing a Raising in the Sun here. He's doing a different play, I think, in New York. Um, He is doing incredibly well, Um, and that's pretty much what I mean. It's like the people that, like, you're having the most fun with, you realize that there is this opportunity for other stuff. His is more of a serious acting... um, thing that he's doing but yeah he's in a he's in a play there now he's in some really good acting company down there uh he's gonna be sent out to LA to do this play for a while and stuff like, that. like he's doing really well but uh it's just funny all my friends here keep leaving for New York or LA so it's like getting to a point where it's like I have to make a decision as to you know what do I want to do with it so
0: seems like everybody's coming to that head yeah
1: yeah, yeah. I mean it's House teams, I, Improv Asylum in general is just such a different place from when I started. You know, coming down here, I eventually like even took a job here, and it's such a different place. Just seeing it, you know, day in and day out. There's so much talent down there, but you know, like Patty Barrett leaving fairly recently, stuff. Mad, man, that. yeah, yeah. But it's cool. We'll see what happens. I'm not trying to plan too much into it. I got on NXT. That's what I've been looking forward nice. to. So I'm gonna. Gonna bask in that for a little while longer before, <laughs> before we make any other
0: move. Cool. So uh, Katie, how did all these um, improv people get kind of pulled into Kenya? Was it through Ashley? or
2: Ashley and Audrey did most of the casting. They're yeah. like, I mean, we made a list and they said this person will be good, this person will be good. And I know Ashley worked with most of you that, mm-hmm. that we casted. So I was like, definitely go for a cast you think will be good. And then, I mean, Everyone just kind of worked out with them, which <laughs> was which are so
1: nice. That was one of the funnest things I've done too. Is doing K and A. It was so much fun. I love so, it. <laughs> yeah, tell
0: me, tell me about the shooting process. Like, how long was it? What do you use?
2: We so we raised the money on Kickstarter, so that was the first initial step to raise it to raise money. To was it a production. close call,
0: or did you get it? Prepared? Uh no!
2: I mean, actually, we got it the last day, but we <laughs> we exceeded our goal, which was nice because they take out more money than I think I realized. <laughs> 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 um, Are these our waters? By the way? Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Free stuff. Um, we had six shooting days to shoot five episodes, which is a lot. We because. They're about ten minutes, so it's basically like we shot over half of a feature in six days, which is a lot of shooting to do. Right. Um, and I think we shot three days in a row in August and maybe three days in a row in September. Um, the DP is named Ben Heald, who I've worked with a lot, and we shot on a Canon seventy. Um, it was just kind of more one of the easier shoots I've I've been on, which is nice because things always arise, but it it was pretty easygoing, which was nice. Cool.
0: Um. Do you act yourself? No. You have no interest in it?
2: I don't particularly like being in front of the camera. I never have. Mm. I don't know. It's much easier just to be like, this is what I want you to do, and now do it.
1: That was almost exactly what it was. I showed up, and when I'm standing there, you're like, all right, did I actually tell you what you She told me that I was a priest, and just go up there and bullshit, and you're like, great, do that. Go. And I was like, that's so I, it, all right. Funny, yeah. That's where the improv skills come in. I'm yeah, so. that's, um, it was the most fun of it.
2: The best, I mean, most of the, the funniest stuff is from the improv that everyone's done.
0: One, one of my favorite things, uh, and it's a small thing, but it just cracks me up. It, it occurs a couple of times. Um, it's the uh, ringtone. the heartbreaker. That was, that was um, Audrey's
2: idea. We were because we came up. we were like, what if you do your own ringtone? And we're like trying to think what we were doing. It's just like she puts on Carrie Carey' Harper and She's like, I'm gonna sing it. And so then I was like, okay. So there's three phone calls in the five episodes. So we so I cut them off and split up and. We put him in, which is really funny. And I don't know if, like, everyone noticed it. And then she's like, yeah, Tom said he noticed it and he loved
0: it. <laughs> I, it's, it's, I think it's, like, the first thing you see yeah. in the first episode. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um,
0: and I had, like, I don't know why, but uh, my friend was having a 30th birthday party. And I pride myself on being able to, like, DJ people's parties with, like, a play make, playlist. Not, like, actually DJ, but yeah. I can make a pretty good playlist. <laughs> so I did this person with, like, she wanted to have, like, a 90s throwback party. Mm-hmm. So I had Mariah Carey's Heartbreaker on there, and I had just listened to it. Like, I hadn't <laughs> listened to it in 10 years. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, Jay sees this song. It was pretty good. And then the K-Day started, and it just started with, like, she want to shop with Jay. She want to play box with Jay. Like, oh, my God, I'm in on this show already. <laughs> yeah,
2: that was all Audrey. It was funny. Yeah,
0: it, was, it was good stuff. Um, so... The final episode of the season or series is going to The air? season
2: one will be next Wednesday, and we're actually having a finale party, which you guys are invited. I don't know if you guys can come. Yeah, um, no, I, I just uh, found out I can. On Tuesday. Nice. Um, doors open at 7 at The Greatest Bar. So I think we're going to play one other episode before we play, play the finale.
0: Cool. Um, and do you plan for season two?
2: We'd like to. um, I think we need to sit down and figure out, again, it's all finances of where we can get money to to shoot season two, but we would definitely like to do that.
0: I mean, I think it'd be a lot easier now that you have season one and you can look and see, like, hey, this is what I did with the money from the first one and it came out pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's
2: definitely something to think about as far as do we do another crowdfunding, because now at least we have people who know it and it might be a little bit easier, so it's something to think about. But I would love to do season two.
0: Uh, what other projects do you have coming out? Or do you have in your head? In my
2: head. <laughs> um, so well, I'm still hoping for distribution for 113 days. And um, I actually want a pilot. I just, I've been rewriting it called 30. And it's like four women uh, end up single at the end of the pilot. <laughs> so it's a comedy. But um, that's something I'd actually like to work on and, and write a whole season of that.
0: Nice. So yeah. um, would you want to um, ideally write... TV shows for a network, or
2: like—I mean, anything I'd get paid (laughs) (laughs) for—that's always like—it's the the, dream. It is. It's always a tough thing because you know we're here doing what we want to do, but and then it's like you have to find your way to actually get paid to do it. So you know, eventually, everyone wants to come to the point where someone's like, "Here, here's you know, a hundred thousand dollars. Go make the movie you want." So I uh,
0: just—I just heard they're doing a third season of Project Greenlight. I
2: did see that. It's
0: just cool. I. uh I always wanted to be a filmmaker, but I've, I've really not got into it. But um I was like those two guys, too. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Yeah. Two of the
2: movies it. that they that were made from from the show were good.
0: Yeah. I, I also think
2: Shia LaBeouf was in one of them. Yeah,
0: the Battle of Shaker before. Heights
2: before he was uh,
0: crazy. Yeah, was Stolen Summer was the first one, <laughs> which was it was alright. And then um Battle of Shaker Heights was the one with Shia LaBeouf. Um yeah, they're making a Third season, I guess it's fourteen years after the last season aired.
2: Yeah, I know. I was like, wow. I was like, they bring it back. I mean, I feel like it's been a while.
0: Yeah, uh, but I think it's good. And like the submission process is pretty simple. You just send in, uh, I think a, I don't know, if it's like a three minute um, short of your stuff, and uh, they'll select people. Um, I would, I would really recommend people in Boston if you're interested. Submit yeah, I know it just because of like a connection. Yeah. Um, so I mean, they might be. I'm not saying they'd be partial, but they they might be. You know, <laughs> to lay on the accent strong. <laughs> uh, what what advice would you give to uh, people that may want to start making films like uh, Brian's making some videos? That are oh pretty, yeah, yeah, they're pretty good. Um, and I think he's going to put them all out at once and then yeah. keep moving from there. I mean, there.
1: he, I'm telling you, man, that kid busts his ass. It's, it's yeah. I mean. Yeah, Brian you've Pattinson. seen his, his headshot studio. Yeah. in his bedroom, like he's he's the hardest working person.
0: Brian Patterson's probably uh, the biggest inspiration I have in improv. Like I I want to follow like his kind of footsteps. As, like everything he's doing, like I like the videos he's making. Like I like he I mean, he runs a couple shows a week. Yeah. Uh and like the live show or the Monday show, the Hennessy show is really geared towards newer. Improv people that, you know, aren't on house teams or maybe on house teams but not on NXT. but They want to just get stage time. Same thing with Aqua Compliment. Um, Just get, like, independent shows and get that stage time out there. And, uh, you know, to the guys that do that, like uh, Aqua Compliment crew and uh, Brian and all the other independent shows, it means a lot to people that perform. Because without that, you would not have any venues to perform, really. You just would have class, so. Well, I remember, like, um, even with, like, What up to, I think our first
1: show might have been Aqua Compliment. Um, and now, I mean, now, now it's mainly, like, Bill and Christian that are doing it, but started doing a show in New York, same idea. They yeah. would pull up teams from UCB, like, here, you get some stage time, you know. Everybody went through it, but I feel like now there's so many more avenues, and that's mainly, like, And We had Aqua Compliment. That was pretty much it. And then Just Suspect started the Hideout show. But now with these, that was Brian's main goal, too. Just like, there's so many people that keep auditioning that aren't getting on. Right. Why not just start something so they can at least do it, you know? It's good, man. Yeah. Good stuff. They, and like even said, Boston's just... It, it's a good place, especially, to just sharpen your teeth. It's not saturated. I feel like New York, there's so many people trying to do the same thing. in right. LA, you know? Yeah, that's so how I felt. That it's... Way. Yeah, it's just... in. Not always for the right reasons, too, you know what I mean? Like, like,
0: not everybody here wants to be famous. Like, that's not everybody's end goal. I think, yeah. like, my end goal is just to entertain people and, like, yeah. entertain myself.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's – and it's this weird fine line, too, where it's just it, – it's a lot of fun, but you you do have to take it seriously, mm. you know? It's not a ho- – like, for me, at least, it's not a hobby. It's right. what I'm passionate about. That's what I got. Right. But you go to different places – Dan Klionski, I don't know if you're familiar with him, he was on Ghost Factory yeah. for a long time in NXT. Um, he's a good example of it. He was telling me recently how he started running his own show in Brooklyn, and uh, he was trying to, like, get a team together, and he asked this one guy, like, so have you done a lot of shows? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, come to find out just before the show, is like, yeah, I've done, like, five shows. He was doing, like, five shows a week here, in right. New York, it's so hard to get stage time with people that don't really know what they're doing, Right. but it's not their fault. You can't get stage time anywhere, like it's a really good spot to sharpen your teeth. You know what I mean? It's, it's just a good place to work, work the kinks up before you try anything else. So it's good. It's a good spot.
0: So I kind of veered us off, but, um, my question to you was, um, what advice would you give to like upcoming people that want to start making films?
2: Um, I'd say the kind of the same thing that, that you were saying before is, you know, you're on house teams and you need to get, um, Get better as you, as, you, as you perform. It's kind of the same thing. I would always suggest getting on set whenever you can. Because, you know, you, again, you can learn what you can learn in classes and things like that. But getting on set, that's where I learn the most I think I've ever learned, especially from the mistakes I've made. So I think that's most partly You start as a PA, get on. I mean, it's easy to get on short films here. There's a ton of film schools around here. So just even to get on those and to learn and to know all the different positions, I think is very important.
1: And
2: donate
0: money to K&A. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> and, and, yes, and donate $7,000 so you make season yeah. two. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, so a question I usually ask um, to the guests, so I'll, I'll ask the traditional question to Eric, and then I'll, I'll cater it towards okay. your um, style. Um, so Eric, do you have, like, a best and worst moment you can think of on stage? Oh,
1: Jesus. Um...
0: Best and worst.
1: I don't know, man. I feel like they're always happening. I feel like every, like this week I'll probably have a new one of each. Um, i tell you, my most recent favorite, I think, was the NXT audition. Uh, in the call background, it was me and Rob, Rob Anderson. And uh, I think I was doing a scene. It was like about like fat people doing gymnastics or something like that. Something stupid. And he tagged into the scene and he started stretching and ripped his pants. <laughs> like, like, straight up the crotch. And this is, like, not in front of an audience. This is in front of, like, the two owners and the artistic director. <laughs> the three owners, rather, and the artistic director of Improv style, mm-hmm. and That's it. So the two of us are trying our hardest not to, like, kill ourselves laughing at this, like, serious audition. <laughs> that, was, that was a good thing. Nice. Um, I don't know. My favorite... I feel like my favorite stuff is... You know, not to say that Awkward company or, any, or Just Suspects or anything was anything less, but uh, the What Up those shows were just so... The stakes were so low for us to, you know, take it too seriously. Like, we did a run at Improv Boston for a while where we were just winning the, um, the like, cage match stuff. Right. And we were just idiots. Like we were just doing stupid stuff and we kept winning. And <laughs> It was just, it was fun because all of us were showing up more. So not to win, but because we got to do shows together. And then when that ended, uh, I think chemistry is huge on a team. It's true. It really is true. Like if you, it's like if you aren't get- getting along with one person, you, you can kind of get past it to like get the scene done, but it sucks so much of the fun out of it. I think the biggest thing is you have to, it has to be fun. If it's not fun, what the hell, you like, there's no purpose in doing it, we we all don't look cool to begin with, so you're not doing it to look cool, <laughs> right. you're playing make-believe in front of a bunch of people, it should be fun, make it fun, and, you know, take it serious to a degree, but.
0: Like, okay, I could say that, like, the Awkward awkward Compliment crew is great chemistry, oh yeah. and God, it, yeah. diversity, too, um, yeah. and not, it's not hugely diverse, it's all white males, but for the most part, but... Um, yeah, and then Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Rob, for the longest time, was um, a light-skinned black man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, I, we all still think he is. He what is he? He's, he's an Irish and Puerto Rican yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> he's, a, he's a funny guy. Uh, no, but, like, Mark on Awkward Compliment, Mark O'Connell, he's he's one of the funniest people alive, and he's, he's so much fun to do improv with, and he's the most daunting person to do improv with, just because it's, like he's always going to top what you're going to say. All, right. the, all you can do is work around him. But
0: that, that's good. It gives you something to
1: be
2: yeah. oh, yeah, challenging. Big time. Big time. Do you guys get nervous before you go out?
1: I used to get like yeah, blindingly nervous yeah. before shows. Same here, now but... I'm like I. it's almost like I'm confident in what I know what I can do. Mm-hmm. You still get like a little nervous but I mean you saw me when we did K&A. That was just like what the hell am I going to do? <laughs> well here we go and it ends up working out in such a way where it's it's hard to get nervous now. Yeah, you know I, what you're going to do. <laughs> I really <laughs> only get
0: uh, nervous at auditions, uh, hosting auditions. I get terrified. But like any show that we perform now, I, it, I don't even think twice about it, uh, stepping on stage. But if I were thrown into something I wasn't um, familiar with, like just straight-up acting or something, I would be terrified. Like I, I'm just a nervous person in general, <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, and very awkward, like, at first, when I, whenever I'm exposed to something new. So, uh, but for some reason, uh, improv, I think, just uh, because I'm getting better at it, and um, I don't know, it's just something I do now, and it's not something I really worry about.
1: That's awesome. It's it's a good spot to be in. Yeah. As long as you can get past that, man, everything is just, that's a good way to find what's fun about it, you know?
2: I don't think I could do it. Like, I don't think I could go out. Okay. Everybody says, anybody I mean, I, I, I know I said that
1: for the longest time, too. It's, uh, anybody can do it. It's just, well, here's the thing. Anybody can do it, a few people can do it and be good at it. Yeah. It's like skiing. <laughs> well, you have to have, uh,
0: a lot of it you can learn, but a lot of it is your sense of humor, too, and what you find, find. Yeah,
1: what you can bring into it. I mean, there's so many people that I love and look up to. It's also a lot of.
0: A lot of shit. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, if I were to flip that question to you, I guess was there anything filmmaking-wise that you would say was just the worst, like uh, something that just as hard as you try to get it filmed, or uh, it just didn't work, come out the way you wanted?
2: I wouldn't. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I think like I look back at my like early stuff, and sometimes you cringe, but it's like. You need to take those steps so you can get to where you are right now. Like my early stuff in grad school, it's like at the time, like, I'm amazing. And then (laughs) you watch it now, and you're like, you are not amazing. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just you take those steps, and I think everything I've done, I've gotten better. And I think is the best thing I've done to date. Um, But it's, you know, this is a long process.
0: So that was the flip side, like what would you be the most proud of? Yes, definitely. K N A. Yeah. Nice. Um, so if the second season doesn't happen, uh, would you think the second season would be your next project if it, if it, if it does move forward or do you have something else?
2: No, I think that would definitely be, um, the next step. And I think once we release the last episode, the producer will sit down and kind of figure out the direction of what we want to do and try to figure out how to raise money.
1: It is so good. If anybody listening to this hasn't seen it, you gotta watch it. It's yeah, it's so funny. And we've okay. got
2: really good feedback, which is which is That's nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's most like
1: of them, the nicest people too. Ashley Omi is easily she's the sweetest person. Yeah, really and she says some of the craziest shit I've ever heard out of nowhere. We Not like was awesome too.
0: We uh, we were gonna host the um, my my improv group is EagleCon was gonna host the Wednesday Just Suspect Show one mm-hmm. week so we met uh you actually there uh we met up uh after house teams um and we kind of went over like we had we we planned out a lot of stuff and like we were like all right we're gonna have a great show come the day of the show for some reason the the hideout bar that the show's always at was closed randomly (laughs) it's one wednesday so we got like a text at like five like uh shows off sorry guys and then oh no it was email um and Ashley just wrote this, like, page log. She's like, I'm
1: so sorry, guys. You guys work so hard. <laughs>
0: Thanks. It's all right. <laughs> it really wasn't your fault. <laughs> yeah, she's a sweetheart. I uh,
2: heard Audrey from day one really, really clicked, which was really, it made my job a lot easier because they work really, really well together. That's awesome. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I remember that. When we did, did K&A, Ashley was super late. She was the only one I knew. So I was like, I have no idea what these people are. <laughs> And then she sent me a text, she's like, I woke up so late, there's all this traffic. <laughs> it's like, well, here we go.
2: And I feel like it has to be daunting, like, you show up, because we had no extras, because it was a church scene, so at least 20 people, you know, you show up, you don't know anyone, and you're like, okay, I like, yeah. I don't know
1: who I'm supposed to talk to, and then <laughs> yeah. Audrey came in, she was like the nicest person, and uh... That's what made it fun. It was like you mean know, I get to just say bullshit to these people that I've never met before. They never have to say anything I know back. this church in
2: Somerville was like, "Yep, you can have the entire chapel I was for the day." About that, man. Yeah. Or
1: you could do whatever you
0: want. In there. Wherever we wanted. We but started it's... talking about cocaine. Yeah. Started drinking booze. <laughs> 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 I, I wonder cause I I have I've thought about filmmaking before and like getting locations. I wonder how difficult that is and like.
2: It's a, it's a long. <laughs> it's definitely a long process. Um, I mean, with the church, it was emailing a lot. And then when you kind of, like, don't exactly tell them what you're going to be filming, just because from this, you are like, oh, I'm going to be filming, they're going to be drinking wine, and da 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 But this, like, particular church does, like, drag, like... <laughs> it said it had, yeah. like, the first
1: transgender bathroom. Yeah. And it was literally just, like, any other bathroom. It was just... It was a totally toilet. You have to yeah. check it out. I <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, you got to see it. Yeah, like,
0: well, I mean, what possibly could be different? Super
2: liberal. And then you even shoot... <laughs> He was like, I wanna give you a key in case I'm not there in time to open. And I was like, okay. Yeah, if, I mean, when
1: we started, I was like, they're gonna kill us. They I was shocked they let it they let you guys do so much in there. I
2: know. I actually like I emailed the woman the episode. She was like, It was great.
1: Oh man.
0: That's
1: not. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard not to swear. I don't
2: know
0: cool not, so so Eric, what do you what would you like to promote? Um
1: I think we are. We already
0: did. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah uh, house teams every
1: Tuesday night. Asylum I'm NXT, that's the biggest thing right now. Uh, my team, our first show is going to be July 6th. and We're doing it every Sunday through September. Does you have a name yet? Uh, not yet. There's some pretty good ones on the short list we'll, we'll see soon. Nice. Um, definitely come down to that every Sunday. The other team is every Wednesday. Uh, definitely come see both of those. Awkward Compliment every Thursday, Somerville Theater. Uh, Just Suspects, Wednesday nights, The Hideout. So, are these, I,
2: like, through Improv? Uh, and then you, you NXT
1: and house teams definitely are. Uh, the Aqua Compliment show and Just Suspect mm-hmm. show, those are, like, uh... Independent. They're right. independently run, but we all kind of met at Improv. So. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Aqua Compliment, Thursday, Summerville Theater at eight. Five bucks. Uh, totally worth it. NXT, you gotta come see it. Sundays, man, it's gonna be the best. A lot of sketch, a lot of improv. I'm on stage sometimes Just come see that
0: i don't that's it <laughs> and katie uh what do you have coming up you have the season finale coming up
2: yep so season finale will be next wednesday finale party is this tuesday um july 1st 7 p.m greatest bar open free to anyone um and you can check out all the episodes on carly and cool so view and share <laughs>
0: Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, as far as I go, uh, EagleCom, my um, improv group will be at Hennessy's every Monday um, going forward. I'm also part of a new team um, with my level five group. Um, we keep changing the name. First week, week we were Game of Scones, and then <laughs> the second week we were Scones of Anarchy. So it seems like we're just going to do different tons thing? of yeah. scones and TV shows, apparently. <laughs> Um, and oh, we're going to be doing a compliment in a couple weeks. Cool. Uh, that's about it. So uh, thanks, guys, for being here, thanks and for thanks, man. thank you for listening. Bye.